Hello Mashers, uh, it's Andy here, Andy's Movie Mashup, with another couple of movies. Um, a bit of a departure this week from, I think, films that I've talked about in previous weeks that have been um, sort of more recent cinema releases or somewhat action or superhero oriented. This week, we're back in the realms of the smaller, more character driven piece. And the first of those is Can You Ever Forgive Me? A 2018 American biographical film directed by Marielle Heller with a screenplay by Nicole. Ooh, I'm going to take a run at this. Holofcena Holof, Holof and Jeff Whitty. Based on the confessional memoir of the same name by Lee Israel. The movie stars Melissa McCarthy as Lee Israel, and the story follows her attempts to revitalise her failing writing career by forging letters from deceased authors and playwrights. The film also features Richard E. Grant, who was Oscar-nominated for the first time in his career for this movie, Dolly Wells, Jane Curtin, Anna Deaver-Smith, Stephen Spinella, and Ben Falcone, who is Melissa McCarthy's husband, I didn't know, in, uh, in supporting roles. Um, Israel took the title from an apologetic line in a letter in which he posed as Dorothy Parker. So this came out earlier this, uh, no, late last year, so October 2018, um, had great critical reviews, um, notably for the performances of McCarthy and Richard E. Grant, who, um, in fact, she had a Best Actress nom nomination at the Academy Awards, and he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I don't, neither of them won, but um, I think fantastic for Richard E. Grant to be nominated. <clears throat> um I really like this. It's um, you know, it's about a a very flawed uh, writer in the shape of Lee Israel, played by Melissa McCarthy. She's messy. She's dirty. She's a bit of a boozer. Um, she's definitely underachieving and um, doesn't you know is sort of frustrated at people's not really taking an interest in what she's doing. So when she starts forging these letters, it seems like a kind of way out of the poverty that she's living in. Um, she then strikes up a friendship with <clears throat> Richard E. Grant, who is a um, a drug dealer, maybe a drug addict, certainly an alcoholic, uh, homose uh, openly homosexual British guy who's living in New York. He's actually based on a real character who was not British, uh, but was all of the other things that I just talked about. Um, and his performance is, if you can imagine, with Nail uh, rocking up in New York... Um, many years after the events of Withnail and I, this is probably what it would look like. There's a lot of Withnail in this role, although I would say that Jack Hock, who is the character, is more shady than Withnail in in quite a big, in quite a big way. But there's certainly a great deal of Withnail, or maybe there's just a great deal of Richard E. Grant in the role, because um, he manages to be both charming and roguish, and slightly dangerous, but also quite brittle all at the same time. Um, <clears throat> So he comes on the scene, and uh, when when times start to get tough for Lee Israel, in terms of the fact that she can't sell her letters anymore because people are suspecting that maybe they're forged, he says, well, I'll do it, and you just give me a cut of your profits. But things rapidly go south. I won't really say how they go south, but um, things sort of go a bit wrong for them. Um, and they end up parting ways but they still work together 
Um, yeah, terrific stuff, this. I think uh, great performances, really good eye for detail in this movie. Um, her apartment is a, an absolute nightmare of, you know, it's a health hazard, essentially. Um, and uh, as I said, performances are terrific. Really enjoyed it. I think uh, if you didn't see this, it's got a really interesting production history that you could probably go into with a whole other story of how this actually managed to get to the screen because um, it's been in development for quite a long time. But um, I think that it is a very fine piece of work. So if you missed this at the cinemas, and it's likely that you did, as it uh, got a, quite a narrow release, I think, um, it is out on DVD and Blu-ray now, and it's definitely worth your time uh, should, you, um, should you want to give it your time, which I think you should. And it's called uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Question mark. Um, next movie this week uh, is the latest from American uh, movie maker David Lowry, whose last piece of work was the remake of Disney's Pete's Dragon that I went to see with my son and really, really enjoyed. Um, a real surprise, actually. A really powerful piece of work, Pete's Dragon. But this is his latest, another 2018 American film. Um, about a man called Forrest Tucker, a career criminal and a prison escape artist. And the movie is called The Old Man and the Gun. The script is loosely based on David Grant's 2003 article in The New Yorker titled The Old Man and the Gun, which was later collected in Grant's 2010 book The Devil and Sherlock Holmes. The film stars Robert Redford in what he says, or maybe what people are assuming will be his maybe his last movie performance. Casey Affleck... Danny Glover, Tika Sumter, Tom Waits, and Sissy Spacek. Oh, here we go. So Redford announced his intent to retire from acting at 82 years old in August 2018 after completion of the film. Um, it had its world premiere at the Telluride Film Festival. That's a weird coincidence because um, that's the same premiere that uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me was at. It was throughout theatrically released in, in September last year. It received generally positive reviews. Um, Redford was nominated for Best Actor at the Golden Globes. Best Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. It's neither of those things, really. Um, but it is certainly... David Larry does have a light touch, and um, it is just great to see Robert Redford's twinkling eyes on screen for maybe the last time. Um, so the plot is that career criminal... Forrest Tucker, played by Robert Redford, a, ma a wanted man for two years since his daring escape from San Quentin in 1979, has just robbed another bank. Uh, while he evades the police, he comes across a woman on the side of the road with car trouble, played by Sissy Spacek, um, and stops to give the appearance of assisting whilst the police pass by. Um, the woman, um, who's played by Sissy Spacek, who is grateful buys him lunch at a diner, and despite introducing himself with a fake name, he becomes drawn to her and reveals that he is, in fact, a bank robber. Um, so there's a sort of on-off relationship going on there, and um, the man who's trying to catch him, he's played by Casey Affleck, uh, police detective John Hunt, um, makes very little progress um, until the case is taken over by the FBI. Um... Uh, among his, among um, Forrest Tucker's uh, accomplices are 
Tom Waits and Danny Glover, uh, two incredible actors um, who bring their A-game to these roles in a kind of very understated uh, delivery. So if you can imagine a trio of bank robbers played by Danny Glover, Robert Redford and Tom Waits, then you're on to a good thing, I think. Um, uh, he does eventually get caught and some stuff happens. I can't really talk about that, but let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about the movie. So, so it has a light touch. It's not a, you know, it's not a, um, you know, considering the age of the of the leads, this is not a, um, this is not point break with Robert Redford. It's very low key. It's very slow moving. Um, the people who were interviewed after he robs the banks say, yeah, he robbed the bank, but he was really nice about it. You know, he was really polite and kind. And that's what they take away from it. You know, they don't take away the fact that the money was robbed. The fact is that people's money, as they point out in Point Break, um, people's money is insured, so they'll get it back, whatever happens. Um, but he's really kind. Uh, nobody ever gets hurt in these robberies. He's just really polite. Um, and he's Robert Redford. So, you know, um, this is a um, a really nice piece of work. I think David Lowry's, you know, is... Um, for the movies that I've seen that he's made, he's two for two in my book. I think um, he he displays a very light touch as a director here and lets the people who know what they're doing get on with the stuff that they know what to do, um, which is really great to see a director just get out of the way and let people do the great work that they can do. Um, so visually, it is, you know, it's, it's not, it, there's nothing really zingy going on here. There's just really great character work and incredible star power from Robert Redford and from Danny Glover and, and Tom Waits, but many from Redford. Um, so if you're in the mood for a, um, a slow moving heist movie, then, um, I think this will be right up your street. Um, reception wise, it holds a 92% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and it says a well-told story brought to life by a beautifully matched cast. It's easygoing entertainment for film fans and a fitting farewell to a legend. I kind of think he's not done yet, though. He doesn't seem like he's done yet. Um, uh, I forgot to say, actually, that Can You Ever Forgive Me? I was going to look at the critical response to that. So um, that has a rating of 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, with the consensus reading deftly directed and laced with dark wit. The movie proves a compelling showcase for deeply affecting work from Richard E. Grant and Melissa McCarthy. So there you go. That's a couple of um, movies up in the 90s this week, um, which is probably a change from stuff that I've talked about in previous weeks in terms of um, how popular they are. So there's a couple of low-key um, character pieces for you. Um, you've got Can You Ever Forgive Me and The Old Man and the Gun. They're available on DVD and Blu-ray now. So if that interests you, go for it. Um, that's it for this week, or this pod. just like to say thank you to Andy Balaam for hosting these podcast files. Um, there is, of course, our other uh, podcast feed, The Good Robot Andes, which maybe you listen to in addition to this one. Um, so that's available on iTunes and TuneIn Radio and um, SoundCloud, uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. We love your feedback. Please talk to us. Anyway, that's it for Movie Mashup for this pod. I'll see you again soon. Bye.